is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. And we're down to the final NFL game of the weekend. Broncos and the Chargers. And you can get in on the action by downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to get $200 in free bets on a $5 bet if your pick, either the Broncos or the Chargers, wins tonight. Again, that's promo code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. It is a Moneyline Monday on the HUGE Show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong for the one close to you or close to where you'll be going. Go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. A lot of conversation about how good Michigan looked against Penn State. It's the first time I've looked at this team and thought they could win a national championship in a long time. You know, they celebrated the 97 national champion last Saturday. That's the first time. I, the slow starts, the only flag I have on this team. Corum in the Heisman conversation. Edwards, another rock star running back. That offensive line, great blocking from the tight ends. Defensive line, owning games. Now the Michigan State game will be a week from Saturday night at the Big House. Tim Stout said he thought the Spartans on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board would be a 21.5-point underdog. I said around 14. But if they beat a top-10 team by 24, then you're right. It may be upwards of 24, 27 points. Wow. But it doesn't matter. Mel Tucker has never lost to Michigan State. I think that carries weight, and they got a W. If they would have been beaten in front of the home fans for the third straight game and they had a bye week to think about it, I believe even with the rivalry, it wouldn't have been a real effort for Michigan State. This gives them some hope. So we'll talk to Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com about the win over Penn State. Look ahead to Michigan State at Michigan. He'll join us in a moment. Matt Mitchell's going to check in in about 20 minutes. They have moved up to number one in the latest D2 football national rankings after a stellar win over then number one Ferris State on Saturday. So Coach Mitch from Allendale in about 20 minutes and Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider. His early vibe on the Spartans at the Wolverines. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Good and bad for Michigan and Michigan State's wins. 
And the sidebar question, Ohio State hasn't played anybody. Why are they in front of Michigan after Michigan just beat the number 10 team in America? Explain that. I think Michigan should be number two in the polls. I could live with Tennessee being number two. I'm not sure Georgia's the number one team. They almost lost at Missouri. So answer those questions at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. All our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, who now will play their home games at Van Andel Arena. First game at the Van Thursday night, November 10th. Andre Miller, the former NBA star, is the head coach of the Gold, part of the Denver Nuggets organization. He'll be in studio with me on Friday, along with Steve Jabara, the owner of the Grand Rapids Gold. That will be at 4 p.m. Andre was big back in the day at Utah and also in the NBA, now coaching the Grand Rapids Gold. So we'll have those guys in the studio. Jabara's a great owner. He gets it. When people get it, it's easy to succeed in business. If you get it. If you don't get it, you never will. If people got to explain to you, do you get it? No. Well, I'm not going to explain it to you. I'm not saying that's how Jabara does it. Do you get it? Really? You Do you get that an onion doesn't go on pizza? I don't like onions on pizza. Never have, never will. Or pineapple. On pizza, No. You put pineapple on pizza, you got personal issues, I'm not going to discuss them. So join in 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Wings are going for their third straight win to start the season tonight against the Los Angeles Kings in downtown Detroit. They're playing great hockey. Fantastic. And can they sustain it? Like I said last hour, I don't think they're going to lose a game. They're that good. Let's go talk about Michigan's win over Penn State, where they sit in the polls, what lies ahead, including next up Spartans, primetime, night game at the big house. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com is standing by in the Meyer guest sign. How you doing, my friend? Doing well. Uh, that game, uh, second half especially. As a matter of fact, second halves of all the Big Ten games, Maryland, Iowa, Indiana, Penn State, Michigan looks like a potential not only Big Ten champion, but a team that can go into Ohio State, win, win the Big Ten title, and this year make a true run at a national championship. Yeah, that's pretty much the takeaway is that this is looking like a great team again. Uh, you didn't really know for sure because of the schedule. Um, you know, just because you hadn't had a big game against a top ten team like Penn State yet, but then you do you did to Penn State, and really, I mean, it was more lopsided statistically and with the way the game went than the final score even indicated, or the score did. Uh, you know, in most parts of the game, including being down early in the third quarter after Penn State got a field goal on their opening drive of the half. So, um, but I think that was a good test too. Michigan was trailing in the second half in that game. And they ripped off a couple 60-yard runs in a, row, in a row on consecutive offensive plays after the defense got a three and out in the middle of that. So that was a big sequence. I thought Michigan overall just put together a pretty dominant performance on both sides of the ball. Uh, almost more impressed, as, as hard as that is to say, with 418 rushing yards, but almost more impressed with the defense and what they did, completely shutting down 
a Penn State run game that had done pretty good coming in, uh, a Penn State passing attack, uh, 36% completion percentage for Sean Clifford. That's his lowest of his career, so all sorts of good stuff to look at. If you're Michigan, now you have a bye to get a little bit more healthy. We know they're pretty banged up at some spots, and then you go into that game against the Michigan State team that is uh, on a one-game win streak. Defense and their ability to run the ball and the fact that they have Corum and Edwards, as long as they stay healthy, those are the things that tell me they can beat Ohio State or anybody left on their schedule, including the Big Ten title game and the college football playoff. Yeah, and it's interesting. It's J.J. McCarthy takes over at quarterback in week two, and everyone talks about the potential of the offense, and rightfully so, but at the end of the day, and Bill, we talked about this last week too, the identity of this offense, it's still going to be to run the football. Uh, when you have those offensive linemen, it would be malpractice not to use them and, and have them try to gash teams on the ground. And when you have those running backs, I, uh, Blake Corum's a Heisman contender at this point. He has 901 yards through seven games. That's the exact same amount that Derrick Henry had through seven games in, in 2015. I'm not saying he's going to win it, but that's the last running back to win the award. So something to watch there. But uh, you're right. I mean, they're not going to beat Ohio State playing the same style as Ohio State plays, but they showed last year they don't need to, and they're showing this year that they're that same type of team that's blue-collared, physical, um, and going to you know bully you, really. I wrote that this morning, that Michigan is kind of starting to play the role of the Big Ten's bully, where you come into the big house. We saw what happened to Ohio State last year and other teams. We've seen what happened to Penn State on Saturday uh, where then you're reading articles from Penn State sites about how they have an identity crisis and they got to change how they recruit and do all this. It's the same stuff we heard out of Columbus in November. So it's amazing that uh, you know Michigan is not only beating teams like this, but beating them in a way where uh, it's just so dominant and, and the physicality that they play with is kind of Jim Harbaugh, what he's been trying to build here for eight years. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer guest line. And you know what? He's, he's been smart, he being Harbaugh. He hasn't put any of this pressure on J.J. McCarthy yet. None of it. Yeah, they've been able to lean on the run and kind of ease him into things. I mean, he's made some plays. He obviously had a hand in, in every win. And really the passing game was working pretty effectively in this game up until the interception, which was a little bit flukish. I still think it was a, a bad throw because it deflected right off a defender, but then hits off of another guy's helmet, and then it's a pick six. But um, it was working pretty well. But then at a certain point, like we talked about that sequence earlier in the third quarter, well, why would you try to do anything else when you have this much success on the ground? So you're right. I mean, he still hasn't had to make, you know, had to go win you the game on his own. And, you know, a lot of people were talking before this game, well, could this be the one where uh, that would be the case? Well, it wasn't because they were so good on the ground. So, You've gotten through seven games, and you haven't, you know, gotten him in in many uncomfortable situations, which is good. Um, He's getting better and better. You can tell the decision making by the week, uh, minus one or two plays in every game, Uh, but they haven't cost him yet at this point. So I think it's been pretty smooth, and you can tell he's getting more comfortable. Uh, One thing I noticed on Saturday that JJ also talked about after the game was just how much. Uh, more comfortable he's getting with when to, to pull down and run. Those were some big uh, scrambles that he had in that game as well. So you're seeing more of that by the week, and I think that adds another element to this offense too. It's just, you know, big game experience. There you go. And you look ahead to Ohio State, and 
I was rewatching some of their highlights against Notre Dame. That is a three and three Notre Dame team that had a chance to win the opener at Ohio State, and the Buckeyes hung on for a twenty one ten win. Uh, since then, Ohio State hasn't played anybody. I don't know why they're number two in the country. I don't know why they're in front of Michigan after Michigan beat number 10 Penn State, not by a last-second field goal, uh, but demolished Penn State in the second half. Buckeyes living on their name, and they haven't been tested at all. Yeah, it's just kind of the way it goes. It didn't surprise me at all that Michigan didn't jump them. Uh, Tennessee jumped in as well, and that's a huge win for them, obviously. They deserve it. Tennessee deserved to jump wherever. You could have made Tennessee the number one team in the country, and I wouldn't have argued that. Yeah, I would have been fine with it. At the same time, the AP poll in a couple of weeks is going to go by the wayside because the college football playoff starts releasing theirs. So it's kind of irrelevant at this point. But you're right. When you look at Ohio State, I mean, I don't want to take too much stock in the Notre Dame game just because it was week They're one. They're 3-3. and three. Notre Dame has lost to Marshall and Stanford. I know. Okay, at home. I know. I know. I still think there's a lot of talent on the Ohio State team. I still think they have played better, even though they haven't played anybody uh, you know, of note really since then. They'll get tested by an Iowa defense uh, this weekend. But, yeah, um, you know, week one is week one. Um And I think they have gotten better. And at the same time, too, I mean, people were saying last week, a week ago, for Michigan, well, they can't play the way they did against Indiana and beat Penn State on Saturday. And we were saying, well, you know, it doesn't work like that. You don't always play the same way, you know, each week. Um, You know, maybe Ohio State had a down game. I know they suffered some injuries in that first game. So not taking a ton of stock into it, but you're right. I think Ohio State's not invincible, and as Michigan is proving, uh, it might be better than it was last year. And, you know, that's going to give them a shot in every game. I agree. Uh, the line play continues, starting with the second half at, at, against Maryland at the big house. Mm-hmm. The defensive line and offensive line has shown me that they'll have a chance uh, to win at Ohio State. We weren't sure. You know, Ohio State, you know, throwing up 77 on Toledo, and they could have put 70 on Michigan State. That That's my next question with you, Clayton. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. How do you line up that matchup right now? Because nothing's going to change. Uh, there's no games. There's you know unless there's a freak injury at practice or uh, away from the field. Michigan State at Michigan. Well, what's your early breakdown on that? Yeah, um, I haven't gone back and watched their game against Wisconsin yet. Just tell me what uh, you're thinking right now on this show, on the yeah. huge show. We're still it's a week from Saturday. What are you thinking? No, I know. Um, you know I. I have to look at them more, but at the same time, I think Michigan's going to have a good chance. I think they're going to be a significant favorite. Do you have Michigan State fans in your family because you're, you're being evasive, Clayton? You, you don't want to say, I think they're going to kick their ass. I think they're going to win big. Okay. I mean, that, that, would be, that would be my take for sure. I think your mom and dad are Michigan State fans, and you're afraid that you're not going to get the bubble pizza that I've never gotten <laughs> when you come home to Grand Rapids to see them. <laughs> Not at all. That Not was a, all. that was the most guarded answer I've ever heard from you, and it it smelled of Spartan fans in your family. Well, here's what I was going to say: is I haven't gone back and watched that game to see what they did right to beat a Wisconsin team, but um, because I have heard they did a few of the things that that they were really struggling at a little bit better in this Wisconsin game. But no, I don't think Michigan State is a good team. Uh, I think the environment here is going to be electric again at night at the big house. And I think Michigan should roll 
Michigan State. They're going to put up a fight, as Michigan State always does, but uh, I do think this Michigan team is ready. They're already talking about it. They were talking about it in the tunnel on the way up to the locker room after Penn State. So it's going to be a lot of excitement, and I think Michigan has just more talent um, and, and really is just a much better team. Are you going to be on the ballot the uh, first week of November? Because that sounds like a very political answer. <laughs> you, you got a girlfriend. Are you dating a girl who's a Michigan State grad or fan? Because there's something there that normally you would just open up and boom, 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 boom. But there, there's so we'll talk about. I, win big. I think they're going to win. You know, I don't know when I say win big, I because it's a rivalry game. I think you yeah. get out of there. You take the win, whatever way you can. Okay. Well, now you're sounding political, yeah. Yeah, because I now I am dating a girl who's a Michigan State fan. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> you're like, you know what? You tell the guys, I think they're going to roll them. All of a sudden, you go out to dinner. Hey, so what do you think? Does Michigan State have a chance? I, I they do, honey. Please pass the gray poupon. <laughs> That's right, Clayton so. Safe. Yeah, I know. You just you you never know what you're going to get when you do a segment with me from the Wolverine.com joining us. I think they can win at Ohio State, and this time around, I don't see the powerhouse. You could see Georgia's defense was special. Alabama was loaded last year. I don't see that team. Tennessee's all offense. They play hardly any defense. I know they got some great speed rushers, but Georgia's not the same team. Alabama's not the same team. Ohio State will find out when they play at the shoe to end the season. I don't see that dominant. I mean, when I'll say this. When Ole Miss and TCU are your number seven and eight teams in college football, that's not a deep year. Yeah, it feels more open than it was a year ago. You're right. I mean, Georgia at this time last year, they were number one. I think they were number one for like 10 straight weeks. And everyone was talking about that juggernaut. And then Alabama kind of heated up. They beat them in the SEC championship. So there was really two of those teams. Um, And Ohio State was in that mix as well. And then Michigan kind of came in there and, you know, it wasn't totally surprising what happened in the Orange Bowl. But this year, I mean, you look around the country, there's a lot of flaws in these teams. And I'm not saying Michigan doesn't have any either. I still wouldn't pick them to win the national championship. But there's flaws on that Alabama defense. You're right about Tennessee. They don't play defense. Georgia has faltered. You know, they've had a couple games that are closer than they should have been. Um, And Michigan is right there kind of in that mix. And, you know, people were calling them a fraud or they haven't played anybody coming into Penn State. I still had a lot of questions. I picked a close game. uh, So I look like an idiot in that respect when you look at 41-17 to on the scoreboard. But uh, I think Michigan's pretty legit at this point. They've proved that, especially on Saturday. And you look at the rest of the schedule, Illinois might be the toughest test. I know Michigan State will put up a a good fight. And, you know, I'm I'm not ruling out anything in that game, but – I guess that's your political answer right there. But, um, you know, you look at the rest of the schedule, it shapes up pretty nicely before you go to Columbus. And uh, that's still going to be really tough. I don't care what happened uh, against Notre Dame for Ohio State. They're going to play well, I think, and it'll be really tough to win there. But She, she must be a nice girl. You'll probably end up wearing a green and white tuxedo <laughs> for your wedding one day. Uh, Clayton Safey uh, from the Wolverine.com uh, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Superfly just sent me a text while we're talking. Did you did you text Superfly while you're live with me and say, please have Bill stop yelling at me? That is just not true. That's yeah, I didn't yell. See, you're like my kid, Superfly. When I, yelling is if I berate you. Raising my voice is different than yelling. It is. Yelling is like, Superfly! You know, why safety on this show again? 
And when I raise my voice, it's like, no. I, I tell kids, like, you're yelling. No, I'm not yelling. I, I talk loud. I do a talk show 15 hours a week, and I'm raising my voice. Yelling is if I berate you. I say, you're a low-life superfly. You and Safey date girls from East Lansing, and you're afraid to tell it like it is on the game. <laughs> that's, that's yelling. You want to see me mad. Go, go, on a, go on an 18-hole golf binge with Ballas and Skeen and Superfly. You want to see yelling. <laughs> yeah, and not just from you. No, you want to see yelling. It's like we're, we're like four long-lost brothers that were discovered they're from the same dad, and we're going to get together and play around the golf. It, it's a sitcom. Yeah. That 18 holes with Ballas and Skeen and Superfly, flat out is a sitcom. We'll talk next week. Clayton, and we'll, we'll get your prediction on the game, okay? Sounds great. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Do you think, Clayton, like when he gets off the phone here, and I know his family listens on 96.1 The Game, our flagship station in Ada, even though his mom's never brought me the bubble pizza. Do you think he, like, he hangs up and he goes, why am I on that show? Just a voice in his head. I love him. <laughs> uh, Matt Mitchell, head football coach, Grand Valley State University. They mild upset because they were number two. Ferris was number one. They beat Ferris. Grand Valley now is the number one team. In American D2 football, he'll join us coming up in our next segment. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider in 25 minutes. His early vibe on Michigan State at Michigan. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So the NBA is back. That means new customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins, simple and easy, just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use promo code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets, one boost per eligible game, and that boost is in regards to the stepped-up same-game parlays where everyone can boost their winnings up to 100%. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today and that bonus is issued as one boost per eligible game opt-in required deposit parlay and wagering restrictions apply eligibility and terms at draftkings.com slash basketball terms matt mitchell head football coach at grand valley state huge win over ferris on saturday he'll join us next from grand rapids to detroit this show is huge 
Time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Week 6 of the NFL season had the Detroit Lions on their bye week, and one might say it's the perfect time. After starting 1-4 this year and hitting rock bottom, according to their head coach, Dan Campbell, the Lions will now play 12 consecutive weeks of football. I spoke with Lions fullback Jason Cabinda on the sidelines at Michigan Stadium as he was taking in his Penn State Nittany Lions against the Wolverines, and he said he's feeling better. Returning to practice this week, and will hopefully give it a go on Sunday. The same could be said for a lot of members of this Lions roster that features 10 guys on the injury report and another 5 on the IR. The shocking shutout in New England still had the Lions offense ranked 3rd in yards per game and 3rd in points scored going into this past weekend. Can they revert back to their old selves this coming weekend? They'll be back in action on Sunday at 1 o'clock on the road in Jerry's World to take on the Dallas Cowboys. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Rock and country music's hardest hitters join forces. Five-figure death punch. Bradley Gilbert. With special guest, Corey Marks. November 9th, Van Andel Arena. On sale now with Ticketmaster.com. Five Finger Death Punch's new album, Afterlife, out now. Five Finger Death Punch and Brantley Gilbert, live. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer as we originate from the auto value bumper-to-bumper part store studio. He's a good man. Matt Mitchell, head coach at Grand Valley State in Allendale here on the west side of the state. 
monster win. They lost twice to Grand Valley uh, last year. I think those were your only two losses last season, weren't they, Coach? They were. We were ten and two with two losses to yeah, Paris. That's what I thought. And then you guys found a way to get it done on Saturday. Latest D two national poll. You move up uh, to number one. Uh, tell me how you, your staff, and your players found a way to uh, get past Tony Anise and Ferris State. Uh, obviously, they got a great program. They'd won forty three straight regular season games and had with their national championship and won nineteen straight games. Um, you know, it's a, it was an incredible football game. It was highly, highly competitive. I really feel biased, but I think it's, you know, in my opinion, the top two teams in the nation. I mean, they have a hard time arguing that on the field. And, you know, it uh, was definitely kind of one of those back-and-forth games. But we found ourselves down uh, two scores in the fourth quarter, and, you know, we never really flinched. Uh, we did a really good job in that fourth quarter running the ball. Uh, we ran them for 144 yards in the fourth quarter. And just got some really good defensive stops against some good athletes, and so, you know, I think we're uh, we're a balanced football team. Um, we we are uh, we're playing well. Last uh, seven weeks, we've had four uh, ranked opponents, and um, you know, two of those have been within the top five. So we've had a really battle-tested schedule, and I think our schedule heading into that game huge really helped us in that game because you know we've kind of been there before and seen some really elite competition, um, and so it was good. It, you know, it's. Uh, so good for our seniors because it had it had been a while uh, being transparent. So I felt good for the kids in our program, especially our senior class. But you know, at the end of the day, still there's a lot of football left. And you know, I came in here with the team meeting yesterday. And I said, "All right, you know, we'd be fair, so we're good, right? Turn in your pads. We accomplished it. Now there's, they, they don't they, they know there's more to left. We got four games here in the GLIAC. We want to win a GLIAC championship bad, and we want to put ourselves in a really good position heading into postseason play." You mentioned the, the GLIAC, Saginaw Valley State, for our listeners on 100.9 FM, ranked 14. Uh, you're number one in the latest poll. Ferris with that first loss uh, in a long time in the regular season. They drop, I think it was number four. Uh, what is it? And uh, Davenport is up to number six? Wow. Uh, Davenport, well, they're they're ranked nationally 20. Yeah. 20, yeah, they're uh, 23 or something like that. They're there's only two undefeated teams in GLIAC right now, Grand Valley State and Davenport University, which are both, you know, about 25, 30 minutes away. Davenport's off to a great start. They got transfer quarterback originally from Rockford High School, which is Northwestern, and he's he's back and uh, they're doing really well. They're putting up a lot of points. So they've got a really interesting schedule down the stretch. Uh, the weeks 9, 10, 11, last three weeks, they go uh, Saginaw Valley State, Ferris State, and Grand Valley State to finish out their season. So they'll they got a chance to obviously do some things, and at Saginaw is much improved. And we beat them twenty-nine to ten, but they gave Ferris everything they can handle last week. So, you know, this is a really, really competitive conference, and uh, a lot of Michigan kids and all these you know, four teams are talking about on the rosters, and uh, really competitive Saturdays. You know, I, I've discussed this: the elevation of the quality of high school football in the state of Michigan. I think it was Sturzma when I was out there for the Van Andel Purple Games last week, and. In the last decade, how much better? I know we talked about it last summer. How much better high school football talent is throughout the state of Michigan, not just Detroit anymore? No, I completely agree. And you talk here, you know, West Michigan. I mean, you should drive by and take a look at West Ottawa Stadium. I mean, it is, it's like a Texas high school stadium. People in Jenison's building a field house, and there's more people are putting, you know, commitment to athletics uh, across the state, but, you know, specifically West Michigan. And, you know, I think some other factors that have, that have played into that, too. Um, I think two two other factors really allowed like a lot of schools to be elite. Obviously, you know, Ferris won the national championship last year. We're ranked number one right now. 
Um, the transfer portal, I think a lot of Division One schools are not doing as much high school recruiting. I think they're trying to find the fixes in the transfer portal. And the fact that, uh, you know, uh, we don't have uh, FCS football here in the state of Michigan. That's been the way it is for a while. But I think when you take that fact along with maybe not as much, you know, Division One recruits. I mean, I've, I've got players that could easily play to play in the MAC. I'm convinced of it. And we got, and, and so does like Fair State. I mean, there were guys that we recruited out of high school and developed that are just phenomenal football players. I got a middle linebacker. It's just, he's unreal. And you can't tell me, he, you know, he couldn't play in the MAC because I've seen MAC level talent. So I think all those things are really factors that kind of play into the deal. And, I'm fortunate I'm at a place too. We don't have a lot of kids transfer, and I think it's because of because of our culture, because we win, uh, because of our university our location here in West Michigan. I don't have a lot of kids leaving our program, and so um, that helps me have this sustained sustained success and allows me to put juniors and seniors on the field against Fair State. It could be interesting. Another topic we discussed last summer when you were in the studio that with NIL coming big, fast transfer portal. You're not getting this culture where a team stays together and grows together with the D1 schools. And you can almost see this now happening with Alabama getting trucked by Tennessee and not the same cohesive unit that's been there three years or two years learning how to uh, earn that position. Uh, This culture with NIO money at the D1 level and the transfer portal, it, it really has a professional feel where I don't know if all these guys are playing to win or playing for themselves. I don't disagree with you at all, and I think we could take a look at East Lansing uh, right now and also down at Kalamazoo. And I'm not not want to talk negatively about other coaches, but I think they're dealing with some of that stuff too. Um, you know, just the comings and goings. And again, like, I give Jim Harbaugh some credit uh, for what they're pulling off at, you know, the University of Michigan, some of the sustained success that they're having too and keeping those guys around. So, yeah, it's uh, one of those deals when you're winning, your culture's good, it's probably easier to keep it going when it's, not good, and you try to go for some of the quick fixes and the transfer portal and try to throw money at people. Sometimes, like going to Vegas, you hit something, but sometimes if you that's what the guys are there for. Huge. You, you, if things aren't going well, your team might fracture a little bit quicker than you think. No D2 coach, matter of fact, no football coach in the country quotes a Kenny Rogers song. You got to know when to hold them and <laughs> like Matt Mitchell just did uh, from Grand Valley State. Uh, great coach, committed to his team, his coaches, his players, his family. Uh, he gets it. He understands it. And after losing to Ferris State twice last year, there are only two losses. Another epic battle uh, between two of the D2 powerhouses in America, Grand Valley wins this one. Chances are we could see these guys again come playoff time. And Grand Valley is your new number one D2 college football program in America. Matt, keep up the great work. And when the season ends, we'll get you back in studio again. For sure. I appreciate the opportunity coming on. All right, Matt Mitchell. Yeah. He talks about his middle linebacker could be a D1 coach. This guy could be a D1 coach in a heartbeat. But I think he enjoys his life with his children in Allendale. It's a growing Spot, Western Michigan. Grand Valley is a huge university. And what he just said about the transfer portal and NIL. These guys at D2 schools, D3 schools, when we were at Hope last week for the Van Andel Institute Purple Community Games, you're finding teams that stay together. That grow through the good and bad. And this transfer portal of... A guy walks in and another kid's been there three years working hard, listen to the coaches, tell them if you work hard, you're going to get a spot. I get it's meritocracy. But also, there there's a way to honor those who have been committed to your program. 
I'm, I'm telling you, it's changing. And it's not going to be for the better because I watch too many pro teams take games off because they don't play to win. Jim Comperoni, speaking of the Spartans, he'll join us next. We'll get his early thoughts on Michigan State at Michigan a week from Saturday. Opt in to the huge text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. And punting for bucks is your chance to win premium play. $15,000 cash and a 2023 Polaris Ranger. Drawings are every Saturday in October, 7 to 11 p.m. And on October 29th, one winner drives off in a new Polaris Ranger with a $5,000 Cabela's gift card. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan, Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Want to give some love to Jim Bolton and his team at the Railside Golf Club in Byron Center, just south of GR. Private golf course, but their restaurant is open to the public, and also the pavilion where you can hold any event, reception, wedding, business function, celebration. Go to Railside Golf, just Google them. We're going to have Michigan and Michigan State fans in the huge rivalry cup coming up on Monday. They say temperature will be close to 70, believe it or not. Three nine-hole matches, Ryder Cup-like event. Chili dogs and chili served up. Jim Bolton and his team 
They always do a great job for our listeners. That'll be fun on Monday. I'll be broadcasting live after the event to kick off Michigan Michigan State Week on the Michigan Sports Network. And Daryl Descrange from Mizuno Golf. I appreciate uh, the pitching wedges from Mizuno. That will be prizes for the closest to the pin on all four par threes. Let's go get his thoughts on what Michigan State of Michigan could look like after the bye week for both teams on the same week, one week from Saturday night at the Big House. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, is standing by on the Meyer guest line. And Comp, they got a win that they needed desperately. They now get a bye week to try and get even healthier. And then they get Michigan a week from Saturday night at the Big House. What are you feeling about that game right now? Uh, you know, Michigan looks like one of the top three or four teams in the country, and Michigan State played one of the top three or four teams in the country two weeks ago against Ohio State. Did not go well. Uh, Michigan State is not as good as Penn State, and you saw what Michigan did against Penn State. So Michigan State has a lot of work to do. I think they made some progress against Wisconsin, and I think Michigan State will be a little bit healthier as they march toward that Michigan game. But um, really difficult task for Michigan State for that game if Michigan comes well-focused and well-prepared, which I'm, I'm sure they will. What about that win? Uh, it surprised me, the spirited effort from the defense. They played desperate. Uh, the coaches looked into it the whole game. I think everybody understood, connected to Michigan State football, how much they needed a victory. Yeah, you know, they played hard, and even when they were losing those games to Ohio State and Minnesota, they continued to play hard, which is not always the case with a team whose season is going downhill. So they showed some character there, which I think is a good sign. They are responding to the coaching and leadership at the top that they continue to slug, and that showed itself against Wisconsin. You know, Michigan State got off to a slow start, rallied back, had some bobbles and boibles and, and problems in the final minute, and a, a couple of times in overtime had a chance to win and dropped it. Usually when you lose those chances to put a game away, the football gods do not smile kindly upon you, and you end up losing the game. But Michigan State ended up coming back with a clutch play. You know, Peyton Thorne and Jaden Reed, that looked like old times. But what else, the other things that look like old times, having Xavier Henderson back on the field on defense, communication was better in pass defense. They were not going against a great pass offense in Wisconsin, but for a Michigan State team that needed a get-well Saturday, they got it on, uh, on this past Saturday against Wisconsin. Overtime, by the skin of their teeth, but they feel better about themselves, and they should. They played hard. They played better. It was a step in the right direction. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. You can follow everything Michigan State on your schedule at SpartanMeg.com. Comp, uh, we'll talk next week, and I'll get your prediction on the matchup in Ann Arbor. That sounds great, Bill. Thanks a lot. All right, Jim Comperoni joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. I'm looking at the week of broadcast tomorrow. Chris Ballas on the Wolverine.com, 4 until 5 on the show Talking about where Michigan football is at right now. Five until six, we'll have former Wolverine offensive lineman Doug Skeen. Wednesday, if you missed my conversation with John Conlon on the state of parents, coaches, refs, and kids in sports today, that will happen on a Michigan High School Athletic Association Wednesday. On Thursday, I'm down inside Michigan State University basketball offices with my annual All Access show, we'll hear from Izzo, his assistants, 
and his players on the upcoming season. That will be Thursday between 3 and 6. And on Friday, Andre Miller, former NBA star, part of the Denver Nuggets organization, head coach of the Grand Rapids Gold, their G League team, who will now play their games at Van Andel Arena. Andre and Steve Jabara, the owner of the Grand Rapids Golden Studio Friday, 4 until 5. We'll also have Merrill Hodge, uh, presented by DraftKings, on our power hours through the Super Bowl. And Jeff Risden for the LionsWire.com on Friday. And then next Monday, I'm live at Railside Golf Club in Byron Center, kicking off Michigan State at Michigan Week. Let's do it. Let's get ready. Well done, Superfly. I know you're under the weather today. I appreciate you coming in. Our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. You can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.